Well, hello and welcome back to Noah's Window. As we wrap up the week, back to Psalm 51. And again, this is the Psalm of Repentance, David's Repentance, uh, after Nathan has confronted him. And one of the reasons I wanted to uh, zero in on verse 17 here is because I feel like we can all uh, get reassurance from this. Because in the middle of this chapter, in verse 17, David says, The sacrifice you desire, he's speaking of God here, the sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit. But I love this next phrase, you will not reject a broken and repentant heart, O God. Now, in our culture and in the world we're living in, one of the most painful things that we experience is rejection, isn't it? And so if you have a formula, you have an approach that you know cannot be rejected, that's powerful, I think. It is. And so David said, God is not going to reject this. What is God not going to reject? A broken and repentant heart. Well, New Springers will know that last weekend I spoke on the Samaritan woman. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just began in January a fourth service. And we didn't know if anybody would come or not. It's at 545 <laughs> on Saturday night. But we knew we were getting really crowded in the other services and we needed the other service. So uh, when we were discussing it, as you recall, back in senior team meetings, the idea was, can we do something to incentivize the 545 mm -hmm. service? Um, and the idea that several members of the senior team have would, was that maybe I could answer questions. Mm -hmm. And those questions could be submitted during the service and I would come out at the end and answer those questions. And I, by the way, we're so delighted. The 545 service has been a huge success yes. and it's been a great asset, asset to us. But I, I'll be honest, I, I do sort of look forward to that. You yeah. know, I just kind of come out and set on one of the base traps at the front and I, I get the questions that have, that have come in during the service. Well, I just finished preaching on the Samaritan woman, and one of the questions just really touched my heart in a special way. When the question was read to me, it is, how do I know I'm not too far gone? Mm. Because, you know, we said the Samaritan woman thought she was too late. Mm -hmm. Too late was the, the condition that we talked about. How do I know I'm not too far gone? And that really touched my heart because I knew what this verse says, mm -hmm. and I knew what the entire Bible says. You can take this whole Bible from cover to cover, and you could never find one person in 4,000 years of recorded history in all kinds of situations, Old Covenant, New Covenant, Church Age, you cannot find one person who ever sincerely came to God and asked for forgiveness, and God said no. Every time, He always says yes. And my goodness, Marilyn, there are some really, really wicked people yes. who did some really, really horrendous, yes. wicked, unspeakable things. Yes. And yet when they came to God and asked for forgiveness, God was always merciful. I mean, if we could find just one person mm -hmm. who sinned so much and they begged God for forgiveness and God said, no, you've gone too far, then we would all be terrified. But not one, not, not a one. single time. 66 books, 44 authors, written over a period of 400 years. Every situation, all the way from Adam to John and the seven churches on the, you know, on the Isle of Patmos. Never in one situation does anyone ask the Lord for forgiveness? And the Lord says no. He always says yes. And so the beauty of that is that no one can honestly say, or no one can accurately say, I should say, that uh, they're too far gone. Well, which reminds me, when Jesus died on the cross, he paid for all sin. Yeah. For all time. Well, you know, when he paid for everyone's sin on the cross, which he did, the Bible says he died not only not for our sins only, but for the sins of the whole world. Well. Everybody who had lived before that, all their sins were in the past. 
us mm -hmm. and everyone who's lived after the cross, our sins were all in the, in the future. Mm -hmm. So consequently, when he died to pay for sins, uh, either you're, you're looking back in the history and people can't do anything about it because it's too late or too early, you know, because we haven't lived yet. And yet the Bible tells us not for our sins only, but for the sins of the whole world. So Jesus can forgive our sins because he's paid for them. Mm -hmm. It's not because he's measuring them out. Yeah. He paid for all sins. And so anyone who comes to him with that broken and repentant heart, he can give us that forgiveness and he will forgive us. He will never reject. I'll and it him. is so critical that we remember his blood made an atonement. Mm -hmm. You know, the reason why in the Old Testament you have sacrifices, even though those sacrifices didn't really atone for sin, Hebrews chapter 10 verse four tells us. But basically what they were, they were an act of faith Yes. looking forward the but the Bible tells us in the book of Leviticus and Leviticus is not an easy book no. to read through we're just, we're <laughs> we're just finished reading yeah. through it but the Bible says that the life of the flesh is in the blood mm -hmm. so consequently since sin brings death there has to be life given for death mm -hmm. and that's why sacrifices were in the Old Testament of course Jesus is the one who actually fulfilled that mm -hmm. you know uh, at the beginning of the Gospel of John, when John the Baptist saw Jesus coming, he said, Behold the Lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the world. In other words, all those lambs for the previous 4,000 years, they just rolled it forward, like putting it on a card. But when John saw Jesus, he said, Here's the Lamb of God who will take away sin. And indeed, he did that when he died for us on the cross. He did. So... If if we want to if we want to have a sure-footed way to not be rejected, we can approach God with a broken spirit. Yeah, um, yeah. And the Bible says repentant. God will not He will not push us away. He will not He will He will not reject that broken and repentant. But it is heart. it is what He's looking for though. Yes, you know He's that's what He's looking for. And and you know that's something that reminds me of First John because we you know we used talking about this keeping short accounts. All of us on a daily basis have sin to deal with, and we all need to go before the Lord. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, get that slate clean again, ask for forgiveness for the failures of the day, not for our eternal salvation that's already taken care of, but for our, our uh, relationship with God. You know, a pastor friend of mine, close pastor friend, took a verse from Proverbs that we normally associate with human relationships, and he applied it to this confession of sin. And, and that was the proverb that says, a soft answer turns away wrath. Mm. And his idea was, if we come to God with a soft answer, that any wrath that he has against our sin, you know, will will, will dissipate at that moment. Well, here's the thing. He wants to help us be successful. Yeah. You know, it's, it's his desire and his joy for us to be successful in living this life. And so, just like a parent, we are with our children. We want them to succeed. We want them to do well. And we want them to be in a good relationship. So... He's for us, right? And he's gonna He's gonna help us, and uh, well, I think you know, important. there's something, and I do think we all know what it's like to have a broken heart over our, our sin. Mm -hmm. we, we've all been broken about our sin, and and we can feel like we're in a very low place at that moment. But if we're broken over sin, and our Lord is broken over mm -hmm. our sin, we're really at a place of agreement. Right. We're at a, we're at a place of unity, and it's one of those things where we feel like we may be at the lowest moment of our life but we might be at perhaps our spiritual strength so many times that's where we meet god and yeah. it's in yeah. that lowest moment but you know that's just because the bible says if we confess our sin he's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all sin first john one mm -hmm. the word confess there though is the greek word homo lego uh homo means the same and lego means to speak so basically thing. what the bible is saying is if we say the same thing about our sin that god says about our sin mm -hmm. 
He is faithful to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us because we've agreed about it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where the broken spirit is. I think when we're broken about our sin, the Lord says, okay, we can agree about that. That's right. Because the culture today, even the Christian culture, what they want is God to validate their sin. Yeah. And you've talked about that. But yeah. um, we need to repent of that sin and He's for us and He'll forgive us. And he'll never reject that. You know, the Bible talks about a simple woman in the book of Proverbs, like a woman who eats and wipes her mouth and says, I'm finished. And that's the end of it. And we do see that a lot today when people sin and just sort of, well, that's nothing. And they go right on. But the Lord wants us to be very different from that. Yes. And he's going to help us do that. Well, I don't know what you're facing in your life today, but God does. And he's going to help you. And he's looking for that. A broken and re repentant spirit and in that moment he can restore us and, and make us successful as we live this Christian life. So I hope that will encourage your heart today. And as we think about that, Mark, would you lead us in a word of prayer? Lord, another word in your scriptures that's close to that I I'm thinking about right now. The Bible tells us that you're close to those who have a broken heart. And so, Lord, you know your people today on Noah's window who are going through a season of brokenness, either over something they've done or something some, someone else has done, or maybe just something they're, they're traveling through right now that's difficult. I pray, God, that you will comfort each heart with the awareness that you are close to those who have a broken heart. And, Father, for those of us who are broken about our sin, help us to realize that that's not your way of saying that you want to push us away. That's your way of summoning us to be close. We love you. We can never thank you enough for washing our sins away and for showing us mercy when we fail and come up short every day. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us here on Noah's Window this week, and we'll look forward to seeing you again next week. That's right. We'll see you next Monday. God bless.